0: Welcome to Mezzanine Magic with Mads and Mags. I'm Madeline. And I'm Maggie, and thanks for tuning in. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for joining us today. Today, we're going to be talking about Broadway stunt casting, the sellouts and the successes. If these actors helped the show, hurt the show, and mainly just our opinions on what we thought and how well we thought they did. All right, Madeline, so what was our exact definition for stunt casting that we're giving for the purpose of this podcast for the purpose of this podcast
1: and um as wikipedia (laughs) defines it um stunt casting is a term in casting that refers to the use of a gimmick or publicity stunt to fill a role in a television series film or theater production stunt casting can take many forms ranging from celebrity or not or famous non-actor cameo appearances to the use of an actor's real-life relatives to play the corresponding fictional character's relatives or younger or older versions of the same character.
0: Beautiful. So basically, anyone famous who is brought in outside of the show, for us who isn't really Broadway, we're characterizing as stunt casting, wouldn't you say?
1: Yes. Also, if they didn't originate the role, we're qualifying as stunt casting.
0: I think there are some celebrities
1: that originated roles that wouldn't necessarily
0: be qualified as stunt casting. True. Like, Bette Midler was Hello Dolly on Broadway, and like, while that is a big name, I don't really know if it's stunt casting.
1: I know, I can't tell, because she's not inherently outside of the Broadway world. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, it's a little bit murky, so just bear with us. Yeah. Okay, Maggie, who is your favorite stunt
0: cast? My favorite stunt cast? Oh, no, it's so hard. I would probably say um, Brendan Yuri in Kinky Boots. When I first heard him sing, just Panic at the Disco, I was like, this guy has a Broadway voice. Why is he not on Broadway? And then he did Kinky Boots. I was like, oh, perfect.
1: Yes. Um, I think one of my favorites was probably... Catherine McPhee, now Catherine Foster, um, as hmm. Jenna in Waitress, just because I, had, she was the lead in Smash or one of the leads, and I was obsessed with her as a small child. And so I was very excited to see her in that role because I believe that was her Broadway debut.
0: Yes, and she was so good. So she did good. so good.
1: Jenna incarnate. Uh, ironically, she is pregnant in real life now.
0: But this time she loves the husband, so.
1: Woo-hoo. Yeah, it's less problematic. Indifferent. It's ways. true. Uh-uh. I wish all <laughs> the happiness in the world. She's married to a really, really old dude. Like, she's, I think, it's just, 34, He's gonna be. And He's, he's like gonna 70. be like 80 by
0: the time the kid graduates from high school.
1: And that's just a little bit weird to me, but you know what? Whatever brings you happiness and joy,
0: do that. Right? They're gonna be so happy.
1: <laughs> but it is a little bit funny
0: okay so bizarre
1: <laughs> we're not judgmental. Okay. we are judgmental
0: but we try not to be um so <laughs> we're Madeline, judging you had who
1: are sellouts and who's <laughs> success
0: okay but speaking of sellouts mm. so i've been looking through one of the points i really wanted to make on this show is that sometimes stunt casting has literally no effect mm. on whether ticket sell or not and that was directed <laughs> right at Chicago, the musical, because they've been open for so long. And I don't think ticket prices like change regardless of who is on the show. Yeah. You because know while I they get names, them? who do would you add? Have?
1: Cabaret.
0: Agreed. Because I feel
1: like Cabaret suncasts all the time, but I literally have no idea. Like I never hear about it until like way after the fact.
0: It's true. But get this. Okay, so I was looking up Chicago like celebrities who have been in Chicago because I just thought it'd be so funny. To see and guess in 2012 you're not gonna believe played Billy Flynn who is the um, yeah Roxy's defense attorney oh my gosh Billy Ray Cyrus was in Chicago on what? Broadway it was his it was, yes. it was his um Broadway debut of course but like what was he doing what was he doing on Broadway I'm shook I
1: actually love that like a lot it's really really weird
0: but it's it's really so funny. weird. Like, um, it doesn't fit, but it works for me.
1: No. One of my. There's an actress I really like. Her name's Busy Phillips. She's really cool. Um, She's she actually awesome. is doing a TV show with Renee Elise Goldberry and Sarah Borellis right now, also featuring Ashley Park and Erica Henningson. Very. Ooh. It's called Girls Five Eva. It looks really cute. I'm very excited. Oh, yeah. Um. But she said in an interview one time, she was like, I always wanted to be on Broadway and do like musical theater. She was like, I did a workshop for a show, and she was like, these people work too hard. I can't do this. <laughs> and I just found that really funny.
0: I feel that. I'm, I'm, don't, so don't get me wrong. I'm genuinely impressed when celebrities go and do Broadway shows, but sometimes I just wonder, why you? Like, Yeah. You why know, like they... Like, Madeline, who's, who do you think is one of the biggest sellouts for you?
1: Hmm. Okay. So, the obvious one that we have to bring up is Cameron Dallas. And I would like to clarify that when we say sellouts, we're not saying the individual is selling out. We're saying, like, the production company or the producers are selling out by yes. adding these people. Because it's like they're saying, mm, our show is not strong enough. And while I get that... Is probably a valid statement for them financially. It feels like a cop out on their part, not a cop out on the actor or actresses part, but on the show's I, part.
0: I agree. And Cameron Dallas, for those of you who don't know, he's a YouTube star, kind of. Like I don't <laughs> I know, I've never really no heard idea of who it. he
1: was. Which I mean isn't a big deal because honestly, I don't know who a lot of people are.
0: <laughs> right, but, but. like it was so weird and then he covered the role of Aaron in Mean Girls for like mm-hmm. was it like a month?
1: Yeah. And it was when <laughs> it was when um Kyle Selig and Erica Henningsen went to a destination wedding for Danae Benton.
0: <laughs> oh my <laughs> I gosh, believe. I love that so much. <laughs> Fun fact. And so he just filled in.
1: Yes. And so and- I don't know like which came first if they had if um, Kyle's like, "Hey yo, I need this time off." or if cameron dot, or if they were like "Ooh, we're gonna bring in this person and so he was like i'll be back
0: i imagine it's similar i bet he probably wanted to be gone and they were like oh we can bring a name in here but kind of like pretty woman when andy carl was gone for like two <laughs> weeks and they were like "Hmm, adam pascal that guy can that you, you kind of know
1: right can you imagine the effort that goes into that and then only doing it for two weeks
0: Oh, gosh, and they like, learn the script, learn all the lines, and maybe people will come see you, because our show is basically closing.
1: <laughs> that was so funny. So, for those of you who don't know, Pretty Woman, towards the end of its run, it was never as popular as they wanted it to be. It the was a very short
0: run, let's be honest. The gimmick
1: doesn't play as well as it did when the movie first came out.
0: It's not as empowering anymore to see a no. prostitute be saved by a man.
1: Because <laughs> you know what? Women can save themselves.
0: Which they tried kind of, to do. They they tried. They really and tried.
1: They tried to kind of change the narrative in the show, but it just wasn't as, it successful didn't go well. as they thought it would be. I think they wanted it to be a mean girls and it was more a SpongeBob. Agreed. I would say it was like lie in between. I don't know. Cause Pretty Woman didn't doesn't have like this weird cult following the way That's that some true. of these other odd shows do, like Be More Chill or SpongeBob. Or Percy Jackson, yeah. and so agreed, which means that they just left less of an impact. Um, <laughs> but towards True. the end of their run, Andy Carl was he injured or was he just going out of town?
0: I think he just went out of town, like it literally was like a vacation, and they were like, Who can we pull in?
1: Yeah, and so Adam Pat they had like this whole marketing campaign for the two weeks that Adam Pascal played the male lead in Pretty Woman. And then they basically did, closed.
0: Yeah, without any- that was it. That was like was their just, last hurrah.
1: It was odd. But what were you saying about Adam Pascal earlier, Maggie? Because I thought it was super interesting.
0: Oh yeah, I recently read an article on him, and I learned that Adam Pascal, which is super funny, he did- he was really well known for Rent. He became really big when he did Rent. He got a Tony nomination and then he did um, is it Aida? Yeah. Yes. He
1: also he did uh, that played and played one of the leads in the concertized version of Chess with Adina Menzel and Josh Groban.
0: Yes. Which true. That's the only thing I um, know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when he did Aida, he had this he felt like he had a lot of pressure on him to like get another Tony nomination and it like led to some really like unhealthy habits and basically he was like I don't like originating roles. i am never I'm not going to originate roles So now he only fills in roles. Like, he went and did Shakespeare and Something Rotten, and he was great, and he filled in for Pretty Woman, but he doesn't create roles on Broadway anymore because he's just like, I don't like doing that. Which is so funny as an actor, you think, I have to be this creative thing, but he's like, I'm happy to just step into a work and then just build off of what's already been done. Like, respect to him. So cool.
1: And I think we've talked about him before, and I find it interesting that that career path was his choice rather than maybe... What some people would say, like fallen from grace or whatever. That's a over overly dramatic term, but um, <laughs> I. It's really interesting to know that that was his choice, and I respect that. You know, self care. Yeah. Same. Okay. Um. You know, another, what I would classify as a sellout, but one that wasn't entirely successful, um, would be Carly Rae Jepsen in Cinderella.
0: That one just didn't make, that made less sense than Cameron Dallas in Mean Girls, I think.
1: Yeah. I get that she has, like, princess vibes, and she's cute, but I don't know.
0: But for a Rodgers and Hammerstein musical?
1: Yeah, typecasting for a role like that is really interesting, because I think the personality often, the personality of Cinderella often does not fit the vocal type of the part. And so it's interesting
0: yeah, to see them true. find that
1: balance. Like, Laura Osnes was Cinderella in the revival. I think that's very on brand. Like, was a good choice for Cinderella. It was a good choice for Yeah,
0: her. I think that fit her.
1: But one of my favorite Cinderellas was Kiki Palmer. And she was
0: great. So oh, good. perfect.
1: She had such an interesting dynamic that she brought to the role. And I really... Anytime clips of her come up, I just watch them even if I've seen them like a hundred times. And that's kind of how I judge whether or not it was a solid casting choice.
0: But she was just so beautiful in it. And it's like, women of color, look at her. She's, you know, what didn't have to be a statement. It just, she just did so well.
1: Yeah, and that was awesome. It was really cool. I really liked that one. Um, Agreed. Okay. One, (laughs) we wrote down the idea for this this episode a while ago like before it's been we started waiting to it. come
0: out for a while
1: <laughs> it has it's been waiting um and <laughs> on my original piece of paper i wrote in like the to be decided column i wrote sabrina carpenter's name
0: oh such high hopes we were hoping to hopes. get a she clip got to of play, her
1: she got to play one show the day before broadway closed um, as Katie Heron in Mean Girls, which was also one of Kyle Selig's first shows back. Um, after the vacation, also. And for the general public, Mean Girls on Broadway has now closed.
0: So sad, honestly. So
1: we'll never get to know, which is so sad because they had just revamped the whole show.
0: And they were they like going back into a
1: new cast.
0: And now
1: mm-hmm. they're just, they, that whole cast got it's to make just their done. debut, and now they're
0: out. Right? It cracks me up. I'm like, whoops, but who knows, maybe we'll see him in the movie.
1: Ooh, that would be interesting. I would kill to see Renee rap as Regina George in the movie.
0: Mm, she'd be so good.
1: Oh. would be so good. Okay. Ooh, you know what else we were talking about earlier? Um, stunt casting that has that had little to no effect on the show. Al Roker and Waitress?
0: Oh, I had such a hard time with that because what was the point? Like, <laughs> he was know. the side character with one talk singing song, and he wasn't even, like, old. The whole point is the character's old. He's and was like, old. You wouldn't look at him and be like, yeah, that's the old man, right? You, you know? Um, you're, you're like...
1: Near death, cause yeah. <laughs> his plot It's like, oh, look, it's Al. Yeah. It's definitely like, oh, it's Al Roker. That, I think, is, like, the core of what bothers me about stunt casting a lot of the time is that it's no longer the show and it's no longer about the story. It's about this person on the stage singing. It becomes a concert rather than a story. And that bugs me.
0: Yeah. It's true. I feel that. Because if they aren't, like, acting into the role, if they aren't becoming the character, then... You know, what's yeah. the point?
1: Yeah, we're gonna have to do another podcast about typecasting later because we have
0: ooh we got all thoughts. Sorts of
1: thoughts on that. Um, but another stunt cast. Anyone who was ever in waitress, basically was
0: basically a stunt cast.
1: Yes. Except
0: for there was a while where there was like two people as the leads, and I had no idea who they were.
1: Yeah, Bless she was hearts. so they, good though. Crap, what was her name?
0: I I don't know. it's a the thing. They didn't like advertise. Suddenly there was just like new people on Broadway.
1: What is it? Was it Addison Love or am I thinking of something different? Maybe. I'm, she came think... in after
0: Nicolette. Nicolette. How do I say her name?
1: Yeah, <laughs> Nicolette Robinson. Oh.
0: She was great.
1: I am a little bit obsessed with Nicolette Robinson.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love her so, so much. And um, any... Clips?
0: Allison Luff.
1: Allison Luff. I was... I, was that... I don't remember if that's what I said or not. Um, I think I, I said think Addison. So Allison Luff. That adds up. She was so good. But I never You're, heard yeah. anything about her. Because at the same time they had her, they also had Colleen Ballinger as Dawn and Todrick Hall as Ogie
0: complete stunt cast there
1: yes absolutely but
0: but they felt like they helped the show for sure i, think they I loved did. having them in it
1: there's something about having youtubers again with the cult following kind of thing they mm-hmm. bring such a massive audience with expendable income
0: <laughs> and it's so true
1: it brings a whole new audience i remember when colleen ballinger first opened as don on her Instagram stories for like several nights, she was like, You can't record. And she was like, Also, please don't leave until everybody's bowed. Like, don't leave till the show's over. And I thought that was so funny because oh, they were all gosh. going out to the stage door instead of waiting. Mm, until yeah. The end.
0: So cute. I really liked Callie Melander. They don't know what they're doing.
1: No, my only issue with her. Your issue with her. Yes, my
0: only problem with her though is when she would sing in a southern accent, she went into her Miranda sings voice. Mm,
1: That's a fair point.
0: And I was like, I mean, I guess that's what they're paying to (laughs) see,
1: right? But to be honest, I just
0: she has such a good voice that she.
1: Yeah, I don't know what I was gonna say. Um.
0: Oh sorry, you were going to say Jenna's, Jenna's oh, are a little
1: Jenna's are a little bit more fluid for me, like which one's my favorite I. They had so mm-hmm. many amazing women play her um, but Dawn, I feel like nobody can top, is it Kimiko? Kimiko Glenn?
0: Yeah Kimiko Glenn, she's a, just perfect
1: amazing.
0: amazing. Although on a side note I would have loved to see Barrett Wilbert Weed in the workshop uh... production play Dawn because I have no idea what that would look like
1: Very outside for typecast. I don't remember which one of us found it, but the clip of Brett Wilbert Weave, she was the OG Dawn when they first started doing readings and workshops. And I find that...
0: crazy.
1: Fascinating. Fascinating. Because she does not have what I would classify as a Dawn personality. Which, I mean, that's what acting is, but...
0: But, like, even her typecast, she would never... But yeah. she would, I guess.
1: She definitely has a typecast. She played Veronica in Heathers, um, and she played Janice in Mean Girls. Brett Which are
0: basically the exact same character.
1: Yes. Yes. Mean Girls is basically just Heathers with less death.
0: No one gets murdered. Well, someone gets hit by a bus, but not murdered. But she doesn't die. Yes, true. Oh, something else! I just pulled up some of the. I was looking at the different replacements for waitress, and I forgot we should throw in that they had Eric Bergen, who was from. Oh, Madam Secretary, Joey, is it McIntyre? McIntyre from I think. McIntyre from New Kids on the Block. Like, they yeah. went ahead and they did it with this typecast, not typecasting, stunt casting. And then they also had Nicolette Robinson, Jordan Sparks, Kathy McPhee. She McKee. was really good, too. hmm And then our big two that I think need to be addressed are Sarah Bareilles and Jason Mraz.
1: <laughs> the stunt casts of all stunt casts.
0: Right. Sarah Bareilles said, how about I just play the role that I wrote? It's in my range.
1: <laughs> right. You know what's so funny is <sighs> it never ceases. I don't know what words were trying to come out of my mouth. It always makes me laugh when I hear them sing the song, when they're singing. it only takes a taste. And he's talking about the um, waitress at the shop when he was a kid and he's like, she was probably 41, 42. And she is so (laughs) offended at being compared to someone that old. And both Shoshana Bean and Sarah Bareilles are 40 or within that range. (laughs)
0: They're like forty (laughs) three. They're like, excuse me. (laughs) Right.
1: Do you know who we forgot
0: to talk about in Waitress? Jeremy Jordan. Oh, Jeremy Jordan, Dreamboat Oven voice. I don't know about acting, but Jeremy. He's a very intense fellow. When he feels it, he feels it. I would have wished to see him paired to someone else than rather than Shoshana Bean. I feel like they're both very. Their acting is similar. And I thought they were both a little too much. And I would have liked to see- They both kind of
1: came across as the same character. Which is yes. really interesting since they have such opposing character descriptions. It was really interesting yeah, to see such similar energies play such
0: different roles. It's true. I wish- I didn't think Shoshana Bean was right for that role, personally. That's just me. Um, she was- I felt like she was too jazzy to be yeah. Jenna. But, you know, that being said, she has a great voice. I just didn't love her in that role. Yeah. But Jeremy Jordan. She's not my favorite,
1: Jenna. What I really wanted before any stunt casting with Waitress really started happening, Maggie and I talked about how badly we wanted um, Catherine McPhee and Jeremy Jordan to play opposite each other in Waitress because they played opposite each other in smash
0: and their chemistry is so good it would have been so fulfilling it was supposed to happen but they just weren't on the same page as us
1: they got so close he was in the broadway version when she was on the west end so they were both filming promos for it but they weren't in it together and it was really frustrating to me
0: so disappointing i'm
1: trying to think Uh of other ones
0: Ooh, I have another one. Actually, I have a couple more that I think were slightly successes. I don't know. I'll let you decide. Okay. I'm trying to remember if this was on Broadway or the West End. Raven Simone, that's her name, right? Yeah. She was the lead in Sister Act when it was on Broadway, I believe. Hmm. Let me double check that. But I think Hmm. that fits fairly well. Don't you agree? Yes. Like, I think the sass and the energy and the musicality, like, I think she has all of those, and that's yes. so fun.
1: I love Raven-Smoane. She's definitely a personality. She's so cool. Yes. But she is one of those personalities that I find a little bit intimidating.
0: Very much, yes, Because I she's agree. so loud,
1: and she's so out there, and I'm not always that. And so when I'm around people who are that, I tend to, like, just sit back and let them do their thing. And so mm-hmm. I I find her inherently a little bit intimidating, but she's so cool. And I, yeah, I think she'd be good in almost any role. I'm trying to think of one she would not fit in. I think she would be. <laughs> it would be funny if they put her in Anything Goes.
0: <laughs> she would rock it though. I love would. that. I love it. Ooh. She's cool. Was it Broadway or was another, it another? That was Broadway. Oh, okay, okay, which is great. Another uh stunt cast I just found. Sorry, hopping back to Chicago. Okay, you're gonna have to help me say his name. It's Rogelio de la Vega from Jane the Virgin.
1: Oh, it's what? Is Jamie something? Is
0: not it? it? Yeah, Jamie Camille. Uh. Either way. Let
1: me let me look at it. Up he,
0: here. I don't know if he necessarily counts as stunt casting a little bit because he did um. I know he did Mamma Mia at the Hollywood Bowl, but then he also played the same character as Billy Ray Cyrus um, in Chicago.
1: <laughs> okay, but so I, think
0: he, I think he nailed it in that one. I watched videos of him perform it, and I was like, ooh, yes. I love don't know him. why I
1: said fun facts, because I'm about to ask a question, not state of fact. Um, fun facts. <laughs> does he have an, a strong accent in real life? I feel like I've only ever heard him in Jane the Virgin – Or doing Latin music.
0: I believe that he does have an accent. I think there is one in. Yeah, he has. Oh my gosh! How the songs
1: would sound with the accent? I'm like, that's a that would be pretty dope. I I don't think I've ever seen that with sincerity, but here we are.
0: Nope. Sorry, I just found a video of Billy Ray Cyrus (laughs) rehearsing for (laughs) Chicago, and it's just kills me. Like what what was this choice?
1: Oh my goodness. Okay, I th- so I googled Rogelio de la Vega. Um and you know what one of the top questions under that is is what is Mateo's is Mateo Jane's real son?
0: What? <laughs> That's the <laughs> dumbest question I've ever heard. I was like she wouldn't say how paternity works. oh I don't understand what it is to be oh, okay. Anyway.
1: I know. I was. <laughs>
0: that gets me fired up. Watch Jane the Virgin. Let us know what you think of that question. Let's, so I think good. It's there are several musical numbers throughout the show. True. Isn't I was seeing one in my head the other day. Which one? Love, love, love. The world needs love. Oh, love, that one
1: was love. cute at the very end of the series. No spoilers because it's too good.
0: Yes, it's so good. But those are my, I love that song. That so
1: cute.
0: Oh. Alright, let's think. Do we have any more stunt casting that we'd like to bring to the light?
1: Oh! You know who we haven't talked about? We haven't talked about Cody Simpson.
0: In oh, Anastasia. in Anastasia. I, yes, Madeline, what did you think about him?
1: I liked him. I was deaf, I had reservations just because that's definitely such a belty role. And I was like, Mm -hmm. but then I saw clips of him and I was like, okay, okay. My only, one of my biggest pet peeves, and this is dumb people who do bad accents, like people who do bad British (laughs) accents, all that stuff. But especially when people are trying to do American accents, and, like, their cadence starts slipping in, I'm, like, just talking your real accent. Like, it doesn't matter.
0: It's it true. No one's matter. gonna get personally offended if they hear your actual voice.
1: No. And some people are worse than others. Like, did you ever watch the mermaid show H2O Just Sound Water?
0: No, but I know what it is, so keep talking okay. like I know. Okay, the
1: girl who played Cleo. Cleo. Claire, um, Claire, Claire. No. <laughs> um, she was on the Vampire Diaries spinoff of the originals. And oh. I, her accent never got better. Oh, dear. And it really, really bugged me, because every third word, I could hear it coming through. And my brain just oh, wanted yikes. to switch. It was like, I was like, everyone else here is talking in, like, a British accent. You can be Australian. It's fine. But I mean, like, later <laughs> in the series, like, she can't, because details but like they could have made it work
0: it could have been fine you know what makes me. me so happy is the fact that i've been trying to remember where the clear comes from and i could <laughs> not think of it and so then you said it and i was like that's it so thank you for helping my you're brain
1: you're welcome i live to serve um okay other casts. we talked about cody simpson he did a really good job i mm-hmm.
0: was
1: i'm not gonna lie i'm surprised but he did a really good job
0: My biggest disappointment is that Dolly Parton never put herself in 9 to 5, the musical. Like, what was that all about? She would have nailed it, because it was a role she did in the movie. She wrote the music for the show, and then she never put herself in it.
1: Dolly Parton. What role would you want to see Dolly Parton in? I think she would be epic as the fairy godmother in Cinderella.
0: Oh my gosh, I would love that. I could see her in Annie Get Your Gun, if it was culturally appropriate Ah. today. What if we just put her in Peter Pan? What if she was Peter Pan? (laughs)
1: That would be so good. No, what if she was Captain Hook? Oh. (laughs) She wouldn't have to wear a hat. Her hair would be the right volume.
0: That would be beautiful, honestly. Chances are, if she did end up in a show, it would be Chicago, and that I would deal with it, and that's okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like everybody does Chicago, and that's fine. Oh, earlier True. I mentioned Cabaret um, as one of the examples of stunt casting not really having an effect. Emma Stone played the lead in Cabaret, and I didn't know yes. that until I was watching an interview where she was talking about it, and I was like, fascinating. I didn't know you could sing.
0: Right? It's, it was in the section of my mind where I also know that Scarlett Johansson won a Tony, but like... Mm. That just doesn't seem right. But like at the same time I'm like, yeah, you could do it, but like if I want you to, which also I recently learned that in cabaret, sorry guys, this is a tangent. Um, part of the director's vision most of the time for cabaret is they like the lead, Sally Bowles, Bowles? I, yeah, don't, Bowles. I don't know the show very well.
1: It would be funny for they, Bowles. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sorry. <continue>. Um, they <laughs> like the actors they like the actors to not be a good singer because they want that character to be like that's how they want the character to be seen so she's not a good singer they don't get good singers on purpose like does that make sense
1: Interesting. yes it so does.
0: emma stones because like she was great in *On La the La land but you would never be like ah she's a singer and so it makes sense to have her in cabaret as the lead so i just thought that was really interesting
1: yes okay um corbin blue and kiss me kate
0: ooh corbin blue in in the heights
1: yes okay I'm looking up, who did he play in In the High. He was You snobby. Oh my gosh, he was the lead? That would actually yes. be so epic. Corbin Bleu, you may know him um, of High School Musical fame. <laughs> he
0: played Chad. I don't dance, I know, I know you can. You can. Wow. But, um, trying to think, what to even say? I think You snobby, that was a great choice. Kiss Me Kate, kind so of interesting.
1: Good. Who knew he could tap dance?
0: Right? That apparently became a big part of his career. He did, like, let's see, he did the Muni. I know he did Singing in the Rain at the Muni, which is so cute. Yes. Um, I don't know. I think Kiss Me Kate was less of a stunt cast and more of a him career transitioning choice. to theater because he did, I think, like, two years three years ago, he did Irving Berlin's Holiday Inn, mm. and he was He was on Broadway and did that. And so I think he's, like, trying to transition into Broadway, but he's always going to be the High School Musical boy no matter what he does.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wait. I'm looking at a list. Apparently, Fran Drescher, I think is how you say her name, was in Cinderella. Is that the lady who played the nanny?
0: The nanny in... Oh, and the, Just and the nanny? the
1: nanny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I actually do not even know who she is. Who Who is that woman?
1: I watched the nanny a lot when I was really little because my sister liked it. And also, I stayed up later than I should have. I like, yeah, it's her. Oh, my gosh. Okay, do you know who Janice and is from? Came. Yeah, she's weird. Not that it's not the same actress. But as an example of her dialect um, you know Janice from Friends?
0: From Friends? Yes.
1: Yeah. She talks like that. Oh, dear. I know. Oh, dear. So I cannot... On purpose? <laughs> At least in The Nanny. She was in Cinderella. I have to, we have to
0: see. Oh, did that's she fair. play okay.
1: Cinderella? Or did she play...
0: No, she, she was the stepmom.
1: She oh, did not play.
0: I think she was I the was, stepmom, actually. I
1: was picturing her as Cinderella, and I could not get over it. Oh no! That would have been hilarious. Oh, that would be
0: terrifying. Can
1: you... <laughs> Ooh! That would have been too good. I don't think she would have been bad as. In the next list, somebody put Fran Drescher as the best.
0: Hmm. So I guess it's very mixed on her.
1: Evidently. Ooh, somebody really hates Rosie O'Donnell.
0: They're not a fan. I don't think Rosie O'Donnell as an actor is a great choice, personally, but that's She's very my interesting. Opinion.
1: You know who I always got her confused with when I was little? Um. Who? Ah, uh, shoot. I don't remember her real name. The lady who plays <laughs> Susie Meyerson in Mrs. Maisel.
0: Oh, Alex. Bo-
1: Alex. Yeah. Alex.
0: <laughs> I know who you mean.
1: Yes. Oh, I don't know They were like the same person in my head. Because their voices were similar. Her
0: and Melissa McCarthy, which it doesn't help that... Anyway, I think yeah. those were very similar in my brain.
1: Well, it was funny because... I never... I didn't see Rosie O'Donnell act, like, live. All I knew her from was Tarzan when I was little. But then, at the <laughs> same time, I was watching Gilmore Girls when I was three. And um, Susie... Susie... Alex <laughs> played the harpist in the first, like, half of the first season, and then other characters later. And so... <laughs> in my head they were the same because I never saw Rosie O'Donnell in real life and I saw this lady in real life and they
0: sounded the same
1: same. yeah
0: that's a very fair point
1: yes okay so do you have any like moral opinions about stunt casting is it taboo
0: is it fine I think if you can do it well then and it doesn't become a thing and it's fine. My problem with The Waitress was at the end it was just like, and who are they going to bring? Are they going to bring them back? Like, but every time yeah. I'm still so excited. Mm-hmm. But they became the show who just wouldn't die because they would just keep stunt casting till the, the bitter end.
1: which And people would keep going to see it because it was <clears> great.
0: Yeah, like it still sells. Like, Chicago, it still sells every time. But they're the show that's known for stunt casting. It's like they make jokes about it in the prom they're like oh who's playing now they're like share is share and you know (laughs) like everyone does Chicago yeah so I think every now and then and for the sake of a show it's so fun but I wouldn't let it become a thing if it was a producer or control the show in some way
1: (laughs) yeah I think I agree that it's fine as long as it's genuinely somebody who's capable of performing a I'm all about casting for ability and not for appearance or um, monetary value. And while I understand that there is obviously value in having um, stunt cast leads, I think it shouldn't detract from the artistry of the show. Because then I'm just like, ah, I agree. Uh,
0: (laughs) Right, you're coming to see a person and not the story.
1: Do you know what show I think it happens most often with, like, across? Which show? I think it happens a lot with Hello, Dolly, because it's so centered around one person that
0: mm-hmm.
1: when they cast any name as Dolly, it then becomes the them show. When I it's true. I got to see it when it was at the Morrison Center, and when I was, like, mm-hmm, younger. I don't remember how old I was. And it had, oh shoot, what's her name? It had Sally Struthers um, as Dolly. Sally Struthers plays mm. Babette in Gilmore Girls, for those of you who know who that is. You probably know her from other things. She's famous for other things, but I know her as Babette from Gilmore Girls. And it was definitely the Sally Struthers show. And it's just interesting. That happened with Bette Midler. And it ha- it's happened in other productions of it I've seen. And it's fine, to a certain extent, because of how the show is structured, but it definitely is not always interesting, depending on how invested you are in the person playing
0: Dolly. That's in true, that and movie. it makes me think, should Bette Midler have gotten a Tony for just playing herself? Uh, probably not. Personally. But is she famous?
1: Yeah. Who else so. was at the Tonys that year?
0: Eva Blizzarda, she would have been great.
1: For Miss Saigon? Yes. Oh my gosh, I 100%... Might, I would have voted for even Obelzada and Miss Saigon before I voted for She was for Bette literally...
0: She was like 21. It was her Broadway debut. Oh my gosh, she was incredible our age. Ugh,
1: that's upsetting.
0: Oh. Whoops. Oh, well. We'll, we'll get there.
1: <laughs> It'll happen someday. Um, right. In our dreams. <laughs> <laughs> whoops. But, yeah. I... I also think it's like a trend that actresses who are more established on Broadway get Tonys for roles I don't necessarily think they deserve because they deserve them for other roles they've played. Like, I don't think I would have given Kelly O'Hara the Tony for playing the lead in Kiss Me, Kate, but I would have given her a lead for other roles that she's had. And same with Stephanie J. Block. I would have given her one for Falsettos
0: uh share
1: so not so much
0: all right i'm not a huge fan of giving people tonies for roles that are i don't know it's just hard when you're like you're it's the impersonation game like are we giving you a tony for doing a good job or for like because they didn't create a character they just pretended to be someone yeah mimicked but then that's how jesse Mueller got her tony that's true so who am i to say i don't
1: know i think it's it's definitely a case by case basis for me, but that's stunt a fair casting point. as a rule, I think it's fine. I think it's fine, but it should be done strategically,
0: with the arts in mind.
1: With the arts in mind, I
0: think. But that that's all, all we, we have, have for you guys today. Thank Yay. you so much for listening. Let us know if you have any favorite stunt casting, any least favorite. Did you yes. agree? Disagree? Yes. Message Uh, them to us. We'll post them on our story. Also remember
1: to like and subscribe to our podcast and leave a review down below. Woohoo.
0: We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us, you guys. Have a great day.